my brother in sandwich. How are you oh. doing? If it isn't the king of crusty bread, Eric himself. I am mm-hmm. so happy to hear your voice, Eric. You've made it back home from your your long trip to Lost Veggies. <laughs> Lost Veggies. That's what I call the vegetables under the line. You know, <laughs> I mean, they bounce off the mm-hmm. artist's shoe and just scurry under the counter and never to be seen mm-hmm. again. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm back. Um, stomach is in good condition. Did not consume any Subway. Luckily, I avoided the temptation. You know, Sin City Thai is a world of temptation, but I managed mm-hmm. to skirt around the Subways um, and I emerged unscathed. That's good. That's good. They are the um, most sinful of the temptations. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely are. And yeah, thank God, dude. I, I don't know if I could stomach another meal there, to be honest. I ate so much food. Um, who knew that like Lost Lost Veggies was the home of the all you can eat buffet tire? It's so ironic that a literal food desert can <laughs> offer so many choices. I like to think of Las Vegas as one giant subway. Like every every buffet you go into, it's just like you're in the lab with the sandwich artist and like mm-hmm. you're gonna cook. Mm-hmm. Truly walking through Lost Lost Vegas is is like a fever dream, and it's kind of like navigating the buckets of vegetables at a subway, mm-hmm. because like every time you stick your hand in a new bucket, aka a different casino, it feels mm-hmm. very familiar yet foreign at the same time. It's like mm-hmm. I know where I am, but I don't. This looks brand new to me, but I'm like, wait a second, I've seen that slot machine still already. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like uh, it was like a constant deja vu trip. Um, Casino wayfinding is so brilliant because you walk in, you have no idea where you are at any point amongst the machines, but you can always find your way to like the cash desk, the bathroom, the bar. (laughs) I don't know, like the fried chicken stand in their little food court. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, But yeah, that's a good observation about like Vegas being this like land of excess Mm -hmm. in the middle of the, the most inhospitable um like area in the world it like Mm. recorded the highest temperature ever yeah dude (laughs) um like 60 degrees celsius um i learned this on my way home i was like this place is fucking crazy i need to like need i need to watch like a wendover productions video about like why this place is (laughs) exists so wild You, you know what it reminds me of it's like when a michelin star restaurant gentrifies a bad neighborhood Vegas mm-hmm. is doing that at a city level in a bad environment. <laughs> wow. They're gentrifying Nevada. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just putting the label gentrification on Vegas seems wrong, though, because it's so, like, like gentrification is kind of, like, wholesome at heart. Like, it's mm-hmm. evil, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it's with kind of, like, a fun, bubbly intention. It's, like, we just want to add some murals and, like, two hair salons and a juice spot. Mm-hmm. you know all good on the surface but deep down you know it's like kind of fucked up over there it's like nah we want to like <laughs> we want everyone to be the worst of birds of themselves and get away with it <laughs> yeah totally and you know why it's because true gentrification is started it's always started by the artists not just the sandwich artists but the <laughs> artists of all disciplines uh mm-hmm. they go into the grimy areas and they bring their liberal values and like incredible palette of paint <laughs> But incredible. In, but 
in the desert that's where the misfits that are uh have been banished from all other cities go to and they say fuck mm-hmm. it we're gonna make our own city hookers and blow right just repeat everything you said in the last minute but replace the word city with subway whoa or restaurant that's, excuse me i want to go because... to that subway <laughs> i want to go to that restaurant because it's where all the misfits go to hang out mm-hmm. it's um it's anti-gentrification like if you think about it before your cool little hipster town was gentrified, there was a subway in there. There's probably three subways in there. Subway mm-hmm. is just like the place for all the rats to congregate. And mm-hmm. much like Vegas, Thai, there's no rules. You know what I mean? You reach your hand in the bucket, you take five slices of tomato or seven. It doesn't matter. Hell yeah. It's the, it costs the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Rolling down the strip with my slimes. Mm-hmm. I learned a new time... word. Yeah. <laughs> and Thai, one last thing. Every time you you know, frequent the subway and you put some hard-earned cash down, there's a gamble, you know? You mm-hmm. could be leaving there with a, with a tummy ache. <laughs> the only mm-hmm. thing that's guaranteed is that you've wasted some money. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting it back. Exactly. I, I totally understand that correlation, Eric. I learned this new word today. The word is restaurant, and it's a portmanteau for uh, restaurants whose primary value proposition is the server's got the big titties <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew where this was going and it still got me yeah uh, so at subway we're not subway could be a restaurant in vegas we don't know because you never went but in a city of sin that would make sense for them to go down a hooters path and i ain't talking about chicken breast <laughs> hoot, hoot. um you're right Ty. We, dro- we drove by a hooters <laughs> on the way to our hotel and it, it, that was like the least offensive thing I saw at Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, Dude, I, I wish I, I wish I did Ho- go into a subway. I wish you did too. Hooters opening in Vegas is like Subway trying to open in Rome. <laughs> 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 like, um, good luck. Yeah, exactly. Or even like a Domino's opening in in Rome, or mm-hmm. a sushi restaurant from. I don't know, Calif- like a California roll restaurant opening up in Japan. <laughs> it's like you're going to appropriate our culture and then try to sell it back to us? I don't think so. All right, if we're going to get real meta on it, that's what um, that's what Kanye's been doing with white people fashion. <laughs> mm, okay, say it. more. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're taking a hard left here. Kanye basically takes all things that white people love, mm-hmm. reappropriates it, basically makes it cool and then sells it back to you in the form of merch think about like the whole grunge era like the yeezus mm. um merch line the skinnies with the rips in them the chelsea boots mm-hmm. he's just regurgitating it back to you and he finally you know reached peak kanye with the whole christian shit actually no sorry mm. that was that was level two he sold christianity back to us and made it cool mm-hmm. now he's doing it with um all right <laughs> viewpoints oh yeah racism that's right racism yeah the ultimate white <laughs> oh, thing yeah and he almost made it cool Ty. i have to admit almost. yeah you're so right there's nothing more white than like hating all other minority <laughs> groups <laughs> exactly Ty. marginalizing the others um but anyways we don't need to stay on that topic too long i want to get back to the difference between 
the types of subways that I saw in Vegas. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> equally just controversial topics, but let's mm-hmm. dig into that. I want I want exactly. to hear your first first couple bites of this. Okay, let's go. I can split this up into two six inches for you. The first half is the new subway experience. Okay, this is new menu, new logo, new branding, mm. um, architecture designed in the twenty tens. Um, right. All of that takes place on the new Las Vegas Strip. Okay, this mm-hmm. is basically like the Hollywood Boulevard or the Granville Strip of Vegas. It's where all the new shit is, like big money, right? Yes. Outside of that, there is like the old retro beaten up kind of like dingy part of Vegas, which is my favorite part. Um, but this place exclusively had the old subway branding. Wow. So, like, so they're staying true to the theme. Exactly. Everything in this part of Vegas is old and kind of shitty, but it's like beautiful at the same time, right? Same with the subway. It's like they don't want to modernize it because that would ruin everything. It's like you don't mm-hmm. want like the new glowing neon sign in the subway. You want the old shitty one that's like stained yellow from all the cigarette smoke. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At, that, at that point, it's kind of like um, manufactured to feel that way, almost like uh, like a Disneyland ride themed like Star Wars land. Mm-hmm, exactly. This is probably the most authentic side of Vegas that I saw. <laughs> like everything else felt kind of like showy and. Like mm-hmm. I, I used the word fugazi when I was describing it to someone else. I was like, mm. I feel like I could just like knock it down with one hand and it's like a facade. Like it's like a cardboard cutout. You like push on it and it's like, oh, it's not actually there. That's right. what the rest of Vegas felt like to me. But when you go into like fucking the Plaza Hotel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Part of old Vegas on Fremont Street. It's like there's like a window into the subway and it's like it looks like a cafeteria on the outside but there's no one there it's completely empty but then you go inside of the subway and it's like smells like cigarettes there's people literally smoking in the subway and i'm like this is awesome like this is the this is the way to consume sandwiches that i didn't know i needed (laughs) wow they're smoking in the subway that's so cool that goes hard um Mm -hmm. imagine like it just smells like the toaster oven's burning the whole time you're eating (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude it's, it's actually incredible. I think, like, we've talked about the benefits of smoking after a sandwich. Because, mm. like, one, it kind of, like, settles your heart rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of mellows you out after consuming that much sodium. But also, it eliminates the hand smell that you get from a sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's, like, already built into the process at these kinds of subways, which I really mm-hmm. appreciate. And that little bit of a nicotine rush really uh, helps you get over the bread digestion hump. <laughs> yes, the, well-known, the well-known bread digestion schlump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been in a few schlumps after that Beyond Meat meatball sub, you know? Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Me too. Oh, um, wow. So, yeah. is in old Subway, if you, if they have a lot of cigarette smoke, like, are the pictures on the wall, are they the typical, like, desaturated white that i'm used to seeing in the non-smoking subways that i frequent or are they also a little bit yellow from the uh, secondhand smoke in the room oh man um i wish i could tell you i didn't actually step inside of the subway i did take a photo hang on let me see if it's in the photo um but yeah i did i mean as soon as i noticed that people were smoking in there felt um 
like I should stay away. Mm-hmm, probably. <laughs> um, okay, so get this tie. The photos are crisp as ever. I'm pretty sure it's the white bleaching that you're thinking of is actually a sun sun bleach method that um, right. <laughs> certain fashion designers use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this time only applied to the uh, photos on the outside of the subway. Right. But if your subway is an indoor subway, which are few and far between, then <laughs> they, they never get any direct sun. So yeah. I wonder if they have yeah. like one of those like plant lights over top of the veggie section so that it can oh. stay fresh oh yeah yeah. <laughs> that's probably a good method um mm-hmm. we can take any we'll take anything um but what i did learn though ty is that like these casinos usually like the nicer ones basically like it's like daylight inside like you can be on full demon time like 4 a.m like like the weekend in the heartless video where he's just like throwing up in the fountain <laughs> Like you can be on that kind of time at four a.m., but it's you're wide awake, baby, because it's you, they got the blue light going on in there and they're pumping oxygen. So like you don't you don't even smell the smoke. You're just in there, like fuck yeah, let's let's ruin our lives, <laughs> dude. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm awesome. actually, I, as you know, I'm an atmos foodie, and I don't <laughs> think I would. I would like a dimly lit room. That nothing gets my heart rate going faster than that. Then like mm-hmm. a li- uh, like a tea light and like some ambient lamps. Mm-hmm. So I always find the casino stimulation to be a little bit. Um, it's it's kind of like a candy store, but it's not. It doesn't sustain me. Just like the rush of a candy store. It's like this is cool, and then I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be here. I want to be. I want to be next to my volupsa candle, and I want to <laughs> <laughs> be just uh, eating six <laughs> inches. You know. But, mm-hmm. huh, I, I totally see how, like, for a lot of people, though, that, that is the rush. I wonder if they do that at Subway, too. You know, they're pumping oxygen in the room. They're like, yeah, dude, you're going you're gonna to get gonna it through this, this line. <laughs> you're going to make it through this sandwich. <laughs> We're going to make the, the most of every breath between every bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a good strategy. I wonder what the, like, cost of that is to like, mm-hmm. implement some kind of, like, is this like manipulation? Is this a manipulation device that you're just installing in your building and then people want to stay there? It's like, why Why do I love this place so much? But meanwhile, they're like pumping nicotine into the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm having, I'm having subway withdrawals. I have to go back to subway. I don't know why. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what they're putting in the sweet onion sauce. Yeah. Damn, like I've been I want... putting a nicotine patch on you the whole time. Yeah, I'm assuming in old sin, sin subway there's mm-hmm. other vices present beyond smoking like maybe you can do drugs in the, the weird bathroom perhaps even the food itself they offer something special for the sinners like mm-hmm. um maybe they the whiskey sauce is made with real real whiskey real jack daniels in that barbecue <laughs> maybe, Ooh, a, a yeah. real delight <laughs> maybe they got white claw on tap i don't know Maybe they have uh, King of Sin himself, Fogel, in a print on the wall, Mm -hmm. not unlike Queen Elizabeth at any parliament building. Mm -hmm. Wow, the King of Sin right there on display. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Elvis is the King of Rock, Ty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But Fogel is the King of something much more sinister. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) we don't want, you know, Big Vegas doesn't want you knowing that because it would overshadow the King of Rock. 
Dude, the thing that was like, Fogel would never go to Vegas because you have to be 21 or over to do anything there. <laughs> yeah. So, like, this is not my market. He's yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta go down to, like, I don't even know, Orlando. <laughs> Probably the Mecca for someone like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somewhere, I don't know. I think he, he's gonna thrive at just, like, a park in the sub- suburbs, you know? Like, yeah. go find a water park. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ty, what I did learn, and this is um, a big shout out to Patty, um, mm. prostitution is illegal in the city of Las Vegas, Ty. Really? Exactly. So if you are participating in prostitution or indulging in prostitution, you could be um, you could be serving some time or paying a real hefty fine for that. Hmm. Well, you're already paying a hefty fine if you're paying for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And Dude, there's not, not there's four about... things you should never have to pay for. Five I know things. three of them. <laughs> I got five things. I've, I'm going to five. Okay, let's go. We already talked about the first one. The second one is vegetables at Subway. The third one is cardboard. The fourth one <laughs> is water. And the fifth one is parking. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this. I love paying for the last two a lot. Those two things I like paying for. I like paying, sorry, still water. Oh, yes, of course. Spicy water is a luxury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you pay for the bubbles. Separate yourself. Exactly. And, and really, even too. when even sparkling water, Eric, you're not really paying for the water. You're paying for the CO2 added to the water because the water mm-hmm. was free. It's like at Subway, you're not really paying for the vegetables. You're just paying for the meat because that's the only thing that d- dictates the price. Mm-hmm. Could you get the sandwich protein style, do you think? Like, do you, As, do you eliminate the bun and it's the same cost? Probably. You could eliminate probably. everything, <laughs> but the only thing that... Well, okay, the Veggie Delight actually throws... It creates a bit of a conundrum here because... The, the meat is the pricing formula, but the Veggie Delight still implies that there's a base cost to getting everything but the meat. Mm-hmm. But you could get a meat sandwich and remove everything and still pay more. Like, then if you got, like, if you got just the meat and you said, I don't even want the bread, you'd still pay the mm-hmm. meat cost. But mm-hmm. with the, dude, this is so messed up. What's the base of the pricing model <laughs> if it's not the meat? I don't know. Um, this had me thinking creatively, though. I'm like, could I go to Subway as a deli and, like, just buy, like, a bunch of meat and make my own mm. sandwich at home? But mm-hmm. it's, probably, it's probably more expensive because you're paying for the labor of the sandwich creation. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, you wouldn't hire, like, like Picasso to draw, I don't know, like a stick man on your napkin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want a horse <laughs> head. But the... Uh... <laughs> You're right, but there's a cost associated with the convenience, Eric. There's a subway, like, the, the closest grocery store to my house is a subway. So yeah. if it costs just a couple bucks more to get a few slices of ham from there instead of walking another block over to the local farmer's market, maybe I'll mm-hmm. cut some corners and they'll, they'll cut some, some salami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, Clive. I don't know if I could use and abuse a subway in this way. <laughs> I don't think it would end well financially and like health wise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
I need to stick to like indulging in a sinful sandwich. Mm. And that's about it. I can't I can't use it for like my day-to-day like meals. It's too much. I gotta mm. I gotta stay clean. That's why we only go to Subway once a fortnight. Mm-hmm. Once every quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just so, to appease the uh, investors. <laughs> yeah, we have to make sure they know we're still uh, we're still going there. It's just to keep IP on Think Fresh Podcast as a name, prove <laughs> r- prove usage. Mm-hmm, exactly. I want to talk to you a little bit about my plane journey. I I had a nice and quick flight down to um, Sin City. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of mustaches on board, like an, a, an excessive amount of mustachery on the plane. And mm. I got me thinking, like, do Americans believe in a mustache for some other reason? You know mm. what I mean? Like, there must be some kind of, like, hidden alpha dog, like, mentality with, like, a mustache. Do you think it has anything to do with Vegas itself? Like, did the characters <laughs> in the... Uh, music or like film trilogy The Hangover have mustaches. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Did um, I think one of them might have. Hmm. I just know there was like a hair story happening in that movie. <laughs> <And> there <laughs> There's always been, like <laughs> there might have been someone like chopping their like hair off or something like that. I don't know if it was like a facial hair thing. Um, mm-hmm. but some other standouts were um, some guy was wearing American flags on both his shirt and his hat um, I, w- I was looking really closely for a thin blue line I couldn't see one um, but at the bottom it just said freedom <laughs> that's so cool yeah and I was like wow this guy's going from Bellingham to Las Vegas for the weekend this is awesome like, oh, I just love this <laughs> Damn, I wonder if that's like a like a monthly trip for him. It must be. It's his mm-hmm. backyard. Why not? Wow. <laughs> and did he have a mustache? Yes. <laughs> I counted like four mustaches on board, and this is this is just people who are standing and chatting. This is another phenomenon I noticed on the flight to Vegas. I imagine like going to Mexico is probably a similar thing. Everyone's kind of in the party mood, so there's a lot of standing and socializing on the plane. Like, as soon as the seatbelt mm-hmm. sign is off, it's, like, people are, like, walking over, like, hey, like, what's going on? And just, like, talking. And I'm just, like, sitting there with my headphones on, you know, blasting a pod. And I'm, like, can you guys, everyone just shut the fuck Simmer up and down. sit down. Like, yeah. <laughs> why, is, uh, why are people distracting me with all this small talk happening near me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need to pipe down, Drake voice. <laughs> Dude, I'm starting to think that, like, with the whole mustache situation, there's two types of people, three types of people that want to have a mustache. You have uh, hipsters, <laughs> you have people who want to reinforce stereotypical gender roles, and you have pervs. And the, the latter two, like Vegas is their playground. Wow. Yeah, pervs, male pervs. <laughs> male pervs. <laughs> exactly. There's, yeah, there's only kind of perv, I guess. Interesting. Um, it, it was just something that stood out to me and I thought I needed to call it out you know? that's why Jared flew under the radar for so long Eric no, no stash. stash yeah hmm. interesting mm-hmm. well we can avoid this in the future with 
using some kind of facial recognition technology. Like if you have mm -hmm. a mustache, you're immediately flagged and you have to defend yourself. You have to be like, you're guilty until proven innocent, basically. I love the idea of using technology to make completely biased decisions about people <laughs> based off of their face. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. I think that's a, an appropriate technology for new um serrated blade knife blade runner 2024 mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god oh what else ty what else can i mention um i went to the centurion lounge the american express lounge in las vegas airport that was a movie cool. yeah i had a pesto penne <laughs> mm. Um, some creamy polenta, um, an assortment of cookies, some panna cotta, mm. um, two sparkling waters, one IPA. Uh, what else? That's about nothing, it. nothing like Italian food with a few cookies. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, God damn it. Yeah, dude. What can I say? Cookies seem to go really well with Italian food. What's Especially with ones with herbs and cheese on them. Yeah, That's dude. Awesome. Oh, I'm craving a Subway cookie right now. I'm really Thank glad you. that you got to enjoy all that. I also ate pasta this weekend. I ate some mm -hmm. lentil bolognese with Beyond Meat. Yeah, you had a big weekend too. And it looked like you were doing some shredding. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about any kind of cheese. Or lettuce. <laughs> it was, yes, you're right. I was um, plowing pow. On the face of a, of a ski hill, yeah, push and plow, push and pow. <laughs> um, two day ski trip with my slimes in the interior, and uh, it was, dude. I don't mean to be like one of those like border bros, but the snow was insane. It was wow. insane, bro. Walk me through that. Was it, you know, powdery? Was it sticking? These are words that borders mm -hmm. use. Yeah, uh, champagne powder, they call it. I call it champagne palpy. And it was waist deep. Like, you fall over. It's so thick. Oh, or, well, it's fluffy, but it's deep. So you just, like, you're just spraying it as you go down the hill. And you just, wow, you're literally on, a, on cloud nine, cloud nine inch. Wow. And uh, you were skiing, not boarding. Is that correct? No, I'm a boarder. I don't. I don't border. ski. Uh, I think skiing's probably the more rich person sport. But Virgil boarded. So, uh, and but and he. <laughs> so explain he, that. Yeah, exactly. But and I like. I am. I think I more align with Virgil's philosophies on uh, merging highbrow and lowbrow culture. So mm. I board. Yeah, exactly. It's like what skaters want to do when they get money. Basically, mm -hmm. essentially, get the yeah. the whole Montclair suit and the. If you're reading this, you're under my jump board. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Um, cool, man. So, tell me more about the Afre board activation. Oh Was hell yeah! Any, um, I, I heard there were some bevies to be had. Yep, um, cozy cabin vibes. I rolled up with the 24 pack of Bud, and even despite my best efforts to shotgun a few of them, I could not crush the whole thing in a weekend. Too many Buds for your little boy. 
24 um, is a big, big, it's a tall order, Ty. That's, that's two foot longs worth of beer. Dude, yeah. It's big blood <laughs> energy. Uh, nonetheless, like, we, when in an icy environment, it's common to play an icing game. Do you ever get iced, Eric? <laughs> Do you know what it means to get iced? Is this when you um, somehow magically stumble across a Smirnoff ice and then you have to drink it on one knee? Yes, uh, the cursed Smirnoff ice. Uh, turns out icing was very a very popular activity during during the weekend. I did get iced on one occasion. Mm-hmm. My poor my poor LP got iced five times. Um, I don't my... know if you should say poor LP. I think it's like a win win situation. It's like oh, I have to <laughs> I have to finish this delicious drink that I have to you know consume for free right now <laughs> yeah I have to... it sounds like a dream the problem though is when you're like crushing them back to back and you got like six seconds to drink it chug chug <laughs> uh i still see I... no problem with this <laughs> dude the, the icing that they that i got hit with was pretty funny it was very clever i was pre- like plating my dinner um oh. it was um cauliflower steak night and our resident <laughs> our resident Irish skier had prepared some mashed potatoes. Oh. And I'm first to go up, front of the line always. I don't I don't wait. And I scoop the mashed potatoes onto my plate and I look into the big creamy pot and I had like an archaeologist at a dig site uncovered an <laughs> ice hiding in the mash. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hiding in the mash. Wow. Yeah. That wouldn't be the first time you found something hidden in the in the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, much better than the last time. But did you yeah. did you just grab it straight from the mash? Like, or did you clean it off first, or did you just simply finish the bottle before you continued plating? Yeah, so I wrapped plating, gave that guy a quick wash, and uh, cracked it and took a knee. But I got to tell you, Eric, it was the warmest beverage I've drank in since. <laughs> I like since like I had a latte the day before, but it was so warm and Smirnoff ice is like Budweiser. Eric. It needs to be cold to be good. It's cold Smirnoff <laughs> ice, <laughs> not hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good um, distinction because mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I've never had a Smirnoff ice that was cold, uh, warm, mm-hmm. but I've had a warm Budweiser. It's because they sometimes they don't sit well, and you gotta like take your time to drink them. Um, and they get real warm real fast, and they don't taste very good once you get to the bottom. I can tell no, you. dude, those last four tablespoons of lager are like some of the grossest beer you'll ever drink because it's like warm and it has like this thicker viscosity than the top half. Like mm-hmm. the top eighty percent mm-hmm. is like um, normal water, and then the bottom four tablespoons are like water from a creek in the Alpines. And you're like, why is this so <laughs> minerally? <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of like a kombucha, you gotta like turn it a couple times before you take a sip. Mm-hmm. Get that sediment distributed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You don't want all the flavor to hit you at the bottom. All that um, swamp water. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, other than that, what else? I dabbled in a little bit. Of, a very nice bottle of Irish whiskey. It had uh, such the the same smoky aroma that you might find in Old Vegas. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, was it a Jameson. No, it wasn't a Jameson. It was for all of the Scotch heads on the call. The oh. La Gavulin 
Islay single malt scotch whiskey. I'm not really a whiskey guy, but this baby was aged 16 years. And if it's good oh, enough shit. for Jared, it's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, dude, that's awesome. I, I love a good um, hard liquor when I'm in a snowy situation. Um, mm-hmm. Did you bring it in a flask with you? Because I've always like like romanticized that idea. I just never really had the opportunity to. You know, it crossed my mind. The only liquor I was packing on on the like the terrain park was an ice in my pocket <laughs> for uh, <laughs> slap into my slap into my friend on the lift mm-hmm. to, to be deployed at a later date. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I gotta have one on retainer. Exactly, one in the holster. Mm-hmm. Are you are you uh, are you allowed to be you know open carrying that thing? <laughs> I don't really know what the liquor laws uh, or like liquor restrictions are around ski hills. They always have the same two signs. And one is a picture of a marijuana leaf and it says none of that. And the other is a picture of a drone and it says none of that either, but they Mm -hmm. never have a picture of like a booze bottle. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it's fair game. I think so too. Just don't want to bring a glass one and fall on it and kill yourself. But Mm, um, that's why flasks are a good, good idea for the slopes. Um, mm-hmm. I question, are, though. Yeah, they're contoured, you, you know. Exactly. I want the skins they're, flask. <laughs> got the skins flask on, and it's more ergonomic. So if you fall on it, you know your your titty will kind of just like go into it. Exactly. <laughs> it's body shaping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and by that I mean it's giving me a beer gut. <laughs> what were you gonna ask me, Eric? I had a very important question. Um, you brought the twenty four pack. I know from experience that that comes in a very thin cardboard box that is like, there's like a self-destruct timer on all of them. They will eventually Mm. all just fall apart on you. You obviously were chilling the bevies in a foot of snow, I presume. Mm -hmm. Did the box get wet to the point where you had to like scoop up all the cans, like a big bear hug or in your, in your Arc'teryx jacket? Or mm. was there some other like vehicle for transporting this many cans? Yeah, that's a great question, Eric. I actually, I was a very smart man this weekend. I kept the cans outside, but it was not in the snow. So they never had a chance to gather that condensation. But it was also so cold out that I think it just flash froze. So the cardboard oh, became thicker because of the environment. Sounds mm-hmm. like it's completely your idea. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, it, so it maintained its composure the entire weekend. I still have the box. Uh, I was actually thinking of putting a present in it and bringing it to you in it, but I don't know what yet. <laughs> I This is so thoughtful, Guy. This is why we're friends and I, co-hosts. I literally have it next to my recycling bin. I thought, do I want to break this down? Or do I don't want to save this for the off chance I buy Eric a present in the next, like, two years. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to the, a, a bud thing for that long uh is a heavy task but mm-hmm. you know what you just reminded me Ty. at the las vegas airport i was like scurrying around looking for the centurion lounge mm-hmm. and i walked by a sign that said budweiser lounge and it was like branded in red and Whoa. it was just like i think it's just a restaurant <laughs> but it's called the lounge because it's in an airport and i was like wow this is like so awesome because we get these like Probably, but I, I presume blue collar dudes going in there being like, "Yeah, fuck those white suits, guys." Um, mm-hmm. You know those like suits who sit in the Amex lounge all day and do nothing. 
We're mm-hmm. here kicking butt at the Budweiser Lounge. Totally. Blue blue collar traveler representation in airports matters. Uh, they mm-hmm. deserve a place to sit too that isn't just like the little like right next to the uh, phone charging station. <laughs> Those guys' exactly. phones are always dying. Mm-hmm, exactly. How was your phone dead, bro? We just got to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How long have you been here, my man? <laughs> That's um, a yeah, really dude, cool. Did you dabble in the Budweiser Lounge? No, I was beelining it to my complimentary penne pesto that I just totally, I just I acknowledge the Bud Lounge. Um, I acknowledge that there was nobody in there. <laughs> Stop and... by, pay your respects. <laughs> Exactly. I dapped up the owner and I kept it moving. You know, I had some, I had places to be, um, mm-hmm. oatmeal cookies to consume. Mm-hmm. Um, no white chocolate hazelnut, unfortunately, but that that might be a propri- proprietary recipe. Yeah, I wonder if they have IP at Subway on any of their cookie recipes. Because surely they don't own putting M&Ms in a cookie. But that white mm-hmm. chocolate macadamia nut, you don't see that very often. Is it because no. macadamia nuts are so rare? Like they're a a rare breed of nut. Mm. They are pretty rare. For a while, I thought they could only be consumed in Hawaii. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it turns out that's not true. Nothing has nothing's landlocked like that anymore. No global village, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it is weird though that despite uh, the macadamia nut wall falling and macadamia nuts being free to travel as they please, global passport on that nut. We only see it in Subway cookies. Like Global passport on that nut sounds like a Drake lyric. <laughs> sure and it's about flying out like some honeys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Damn. I'm on the PJ heading to Atlanta for a, to meet my side bay or something. Mm-hmm, exactly. Wow. 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 Anyways, I think... Um, <laughs> That's pretty much everything I had to report back on my trip. Um, lost some money in the slots. Um, drank a lot. That's about it. That's all you can really do in Vegas. I felt mm-hmm. overly stimulated, so I'm back. I'm back home, and I'm happy to be here. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have a nice bland witch for lunch, and just try to get the heart rate down. Exactly. The guy's bow. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you, oh. Eric. I'm I'm glad you made it home safe. Uh, I feel like there was at least one character in the hangover who didn't. That would that would add up, you know what I mean? Typical story arcs allow for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good guy is always safe, don't worry. Mm-hmm. And you ain't no sinner. Exactly. I'm safe in this situation. I'm the main character of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm the main <laughs> character. We'll discuss that next episode. <laughs> More to come on that next season of Think Fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Breadheads, thank you for coming on this uh, exciting journey with us. Thank you, Eric, for divulging what happened in Vegas. And remember to think fresh, everybody. We'll catch you next time. My absolute pleasure. Adios. Ciao.